Have you ever been to the electric church? The Reverend Herschel Happiness resides. Psychophagadelic grandulism in the garden of dysfunctional love. The cosmic gospel of love, electric foundation. I'll take you there. Welcome to the Leroy and Earl show. I'm Leroy, and that's Earl. They're playing the uh, the very loud. Uh, I keep wanting to say the steel drums. Yeah, steel yeah. drums. Yep. And uh, tune is here. And uh, welcome to the show. We're live on this. That's so loud. <laughs> it's loud. Live on the Strange Label Podcast Network, uh, strangelabel.com, and our YouTube channel. This is, what, week five of the new show or something like that? Week four? I don't know. But you can call us at 330-474-9833. And on tonight's show, we have Larry Armistead, author of a book called Where's My Pizza? Motivational speaker and tarot card reader. Excited about all of that. It's going to be a good show. We're going to talk to him here in a few minutes. Earl has Funyuns stacked on his wiener-looking microphone, and he's eating them right off of it. Nice. Nice. So, yeah, that's uh, here we are. Back off, ladies. He's all mine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> As he shakes he sh- the crumbs. Shakes the Funyuns out of the keyboard. <laughs> he should just shake them right into your mouth. Why don't you clean it? Oh, you're going to tell me to clean it up? Uh, did you turn me down? No. We didn't touch that. Turn didn't touch me down. Anything. Why don't you clean this area up once in a while? Um, I, no. I'm not your maid. Fair That's your area. Enough. That's your area. You know, it's, it's, it's enough I got to, you know teach you kids how to read and write and you gotta you know ball me out for it that's a it's a wonderful life don't do quote. it so anyway thanks everybody at strange label you know some people at strange label have actually been acknowledging our existence since what? since we dropped the, sh- the shtick now in a good way yeah i mean I, I i alerted them to the fact by tweeting out hey i put hey at every podcast on there and strange label uh, you can stop treating us like, you know. And then they were like, hey, yeah, cool. Yeah. Later, dude. Later. So, yeah. We got a few, you know, a few tweets here and there from different people. Uh, hot what, bu- hot what butter podcast. What do you see the outlook as? What's going to happen with us? With, with the show? Yeah, with this new new show. I don't know, man. That's kind of up to you. I, <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, I'm willing to give it a, you know, good long try. I don't mean like. Are we gonna put all or all into it? I mean, what's gonna happen with it? Is it is it gonna be good enough to take off? Or I don't even mean take off, just to elevate to the level of the other podcasts on our network, Strange Label. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I hate to be braggadocious, but I think we're I think we're on par with any of those shows. What about that one show? Uh, how are we at the coffee He's shop? He's not on there anymore. I told you that. They got a contract. Not with Strange Label. Me, or, I mean, did they get a contract with a big deal? Big company CBS deal? Radio, yeah. Okay. See that? Okay, well, the, why is it crackling on my... Because I turned it up? Maybe. Maybe because you got me too hard. Oh, I got... Hold on. Maybe because... 
Cause, 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 cause. Okay, I'm good. That's good. Yep. Sorry see, about that, uh, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. See what I, you know, I originally brought your mics over to my board so I could completely control the volume, but I thought, you know what? I don't want to take away your ability to mess with the effects, and I don't want to take away. You and know, you didn't want to quit the show. And I want to quit the show. And in three weeks, on the thirtieth, we're going to have our first in studio guest uh, with, Actually, the with the oh, new okay, format. With the new format, man. Technically, he's our third in-studio guest. Our first one was a very, very long time ago, which was Mad Dog. What about your first in-studio bang? Second. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to be here tonight if you keep eating those Funyuns (laughs) into the microphone. (laughs) Our second second in-studio guest was Tuna. Tuna was technically our second in if you're watching on YouTube, you're seeing sexual deviance right right at you here. And I'm going to adjust your camera a little bit because it's kind of just showing your... There you go. It looks like you got a... Your mic now looks like kind of a, like a red-headed wiener. You know what I mean? It does. It looks like it's been uh, beat up. <laughs> anyway, our in-studio guest on the 30th is going to be... Dun, 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 Carlizzi. Carlizzi's going to come in. He's going to do a show with us, and now we're going to have lots of stuff to talk about. So, yep. And uh, like I said on tonight's show, Larry Armstead, author of Where's My Pizza? So, remember we I had, actually know Larry Armstead. That's quite ironic. Do you remember, which I know the answer to this question is no, but do you remember when we did the text string and I thought it would be cool to order a pizza, like right now order it, so that it would come... Like, hopefully during the interview. You're talking about for this one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. I, but, I mean, you you're meant, eating, so. You, sorry to speak with my that. mouth full, yeah. but I thought you meant tech string, like T-E. Text. C-K. No. You know, remember when we were texting about the, sh- about the show? Text string. Text. Not, string. Not text string. So, you didn't, you thought something <laughs> totally different if I said text string? Like, text that, string, that threw right? you off? Like tech review. And why are you copying me? Copying my hat? You totally copied my hat. Hmm. So I'm you just got wondering. Good taste in hats. Okay. Cool. That okay. Yeah, that's cool. I feel flattered. I'm a, they actually made a half a million of these hats, so. Really? It's not like I copied it off you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember where I got it from. So uh, probably got anyway. it from your closet. Uh, also. As I talked about last week, this summer we're going to have another shift head get together. So as soon as you know your vacation, you need to let me know. Because Dave, the face of Dave's coming. Yes. Well, I'll tell you this. I I went ahead and put in, even though he wasn't here today, I'm sure I'll get it, for February 11th through the 17th. So it's probably a go. Okay, well, let me write that down. What about summertime? <laughs> uh, summertime, man, I'll be available regardless, unless it's 4th of July or... I'm thinking about June 22nd. It, for me, I'm open all, um, wide open on 22nd. I don't know about... Uh, what? Kara. Tuna. Tuna. Oh, God damn it. Jeez. <laughs> Tried wow. so hard not to call you Karen. And then I Which is it. the dog's name. I fucked it up. What about tuna? 
You were gonna say something about tuna, tuna. and you know. Uh, it's tuna's birthday month, so we'll probably be celebrating June? all month long. Yep. Wrong. No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. How long have you guys been together? I tricked you. <laughs> oh, you did you trick me. You fell for it, dude. Oh, I did. I <laughs> you totally, totally fell for it. I totally, it, you made that totally <laughs> seem like you didn't know your girlfriend's birthday. I, you know, wow. we don't like to use names, and I don't like to use social security numbers or birthdays either, so. You, you know, it's, you know it's, what it's, I was trying to say. It's hilarious that you say you don't like to use names, because it sure seems like you do. <laughs> I don't, man. You said every single person's <laughs> name on this show. Oh, yeah. Guess what? Did you realize that you put out every single person's phone number, name and phone number last week? <laughs> what? How? For an hour on Trello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which <laughs> is still there. Yeah. Whoops. If we had had any following, Whoops. I would have went in yeah. and canceled that. Yeah. At first, I was like, what are you talking about? Then I realized, yeah, I left the Trello board up, which has... Dildano's, Carlisi's, Dr. Brown, Cassandra from Milton Keynes, Earl's, Jack Nevers, a bunch of other people. So, but <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's it. Uh, before we uh, call our guests, which I told him about 720, we got 10 minutes. I wanted that we missed a couple shift heads awards last week. What? We did, yeah. Really? We did. We missed a couple, just two. Uh, we missed the most anonymous award going okay. to shift head one. Oh. On, on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? That person actually tweeted and said, hey, where the hell's my award? Dude, anonymous. <laughs> I still think the, I know who that is. You know the real anonymous caller yeah. that goes by anonymous? Hey, non. It's going to be so pissed because I was like, hey, dude, you missed your award. And we sat through 25 minutes awards, and he never got an award. I just thought. I my, thought about that, too. I thought we, in we my didn't, head. We didn't give him one? I thought we did. We See, must have been talking about him somewhere. Yeah, I could have swore we did. But we didn't, and now you just gave the most anonymous away to somebody who's anonymous. But Anon's not really anonymous. This person is really anonymous. Well, yeah, because you've outed his name to you as well. What I'm saying is nobody knows who Shift Head One is. Well, nobody. Mm, I do. Who? I'm not going to tell you. You do? I do know. Why, would, why wouldn't you tell me? And I've known this whole ta- time. So Why wouldn't you tell me? I'll get it out of him. Because this is great right now. Well, it's, I mean, it, it was it was great, you know, a few months back when he when it started. Funyun drop. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it just shattered all. Yeah. I just like I just finally told you that I know who it is, and you know what? Don't you worry, Joel. I'm holding strong. I'm not. It's I mean, not Booney Joel or Doctor Brown. I'm not gonna tell you who it is. Obviously. Why wouldn't you tell me? Seriously. Because they asked asked me not to. Uh, so how do you know? Because Which they that, asked me that, not that, to tell. That narrows it down then. I think yeah, it's T-Rex. So one of our five what, what shit I, fans. What if I guessed who it was? Would you tell me if I guessed? There's only five people to guess from. No. What do you mean? <laughs> There's only five choices. I suspect it was Jack Nevers or his wife. He doesn't even listen to the show. Yeah, he does. Hey. He's got bigger, better he's af- things. And he's to still do. afraid to listen. He's What's Michelle want? Actually, Michelle wants us to call Greg. Uh, go? Greg's not going to ever answer because we it's, need to call him, though. it's, it's, it's always going to come up restricted, though. Well, don't come up restricted. Leave a message. Oh, it, it his voicemail. Remember, his voicemail was full. His voicemail oh was God. full. We'll give him a call anyway. What the hell? If I, could, if I could find his number. <laughs> Where did I put it? Up your ass. Yeah. Don't forget, if you're the uh, first caller, even if your name is Greg, even if your name is not Greg, and we call you Greg. There it is. 
We've got lottery tickets. Yeah, first caller three three zero four seven four nine eight three three. Guess what? We're gonna do a scratch off for you. And uh, what the hell? Th- nothing ever works for me. Nothing. Yeah, I know. I had saved. Oh, I hit the wrong one. That's why. Okay. Wait. I'm gonna try and call Greg. That's what I've been told to do. So I got the number here. Well, we also have to remember to circle back to that second award you yes, said we forgot yes. to give out. Yes, so I'll, I'll do it right now. Okay. I can do two things at one time. A second award for the most encouraging. You can't do one thing at one time. The most encouraging shift head goes out to Kaya from Twitter. She's uh-huh. always been very encouraging on Twitter, and she actually was uh, sweet. Was didn't want us to drop the shtick. She thought we were unique, and uh, we should stick with it. Thank you, Kai. So. Uh, I wonder, what about uh, the girl that got us the 90 reviews? 90 I, downloads? You mean off of Fiverr? No, we interviewed her. Vixen. Oh, Vix. Vixen, yeah. We didn't give her an award? I don't know if we did. Uh, yellow. Hey, Greg, what's up, man? How's it going? Uh, what's up, man? Hey, hey. Man, what are you doing? You know who this is? Uh, no. This is the podcast that you accidentally called two weeks ago. Do you remember that? Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? What's your real name, by the way? First name only. Greg. You're not Greg. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you guys are calling me that. <laughs> we named you Greg a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you're Greg from Portland, regardless of what your real name is or where you're from. So. I'm going to say Greg because I don't. Feel comfortable saying my name on live. Yeah. That's a good idea, especially this show. Yeah, and even if you yeah. like DM'd it to me, I would accidentally put it out there. On right, the show. yeah. Or yeah. your whole phone number and uh, contact information. <laughs> so, rather, you know, not, not saying my real name. <laughs> so, uh, Greg. Security is in your own hands. We, we, a couple weeks ago, you called us and we, we you were looking for weed, right? No. No. Bullshit. Okay. <laughs> what about, let me ask you, have you ever heard of Kratom? Oh. Kratom or Kratom? No. Hmm. Never mind. Do you do you do you da- do you do drugs? And I don't mean like in a negative way. I'm not judgmental, but do you uh, taste test? No. You don't smoke weed? No. Yeah, I mean, we're not the cops, man. Come on. <laughs> I just don't. It's not my thing. Well, that's so you're good. not against it, right? Wow. What? I'll tell you. Listen, man. I know you're. Ups- I know you're upset. I know I'm you're. Upset. Well, I mean, I know you're one of those things that's close to upset. Uh, you're awkward. Uh, <laughs> we we here on the show. We have our own opinions, but let yeah. me tell you, like we're for weed. I'm not saying I would smoke it myself. I have in the past, and it was fun as hell. I think it might be a different uh, thing now that I'm somewhat of an adult. <laughs> but so adult. I do like to call out and uh, f- get other people's opinions. Are you for it or against it? Just give us an opinion. We will not chastise not you. I'm not for. Or don't, don't say you're not. He's for not or for or against. He's neutral, right? I'm not. He's Switzerland. What? Yeah, you're neutral, right? You, you don't care either way. Yeah. You're bullshitting yeah. me. That's kind of where I'm at. I don't care. I'm not going to smoke it, but I don't care if other people do. And I think it should be legal. So, there you go. So, you're kind of not what you just said you were. What? You're for it. I don't care. Yeah, but 
But you don't think it should Listen, be illegal, right? I don't, I don't think we should argue about this with Greg on the phone. Yeah, don't do this. Well, Greg started it. Greg, Greg, Greg didn't start it. <laughs> we called Greg. Greg, I, I didn't, I didn't do, I didn't do anything. Well, Greg, tell us a little bit about yourself because we don't know where this conversation needs to go. All right, so um, I work at a, I work at a, a bar, a bar, and a restaurant. What do you do there? Hot ranch. Smoke weed. No. What do you do at the bar and a restaurant? Uh, I make food, and I serve out drinks, and I serve the food. That's admirable. So, do you want to plug this restaurant? By the way, where are you from? Are you from Akron, or are you from Oregon? Portland. He's in Oregon. Uh, Let let him speak. (laughs) Anyways, uh, I work at a bar, Double Alt Ranch. Very good bar. Four and a half stars. What's the name of the bar? I just I said it four times already. Well, stop interrupting Dave. Over, uh, <laughs> shit, I just used his name. Stop interrupting people and tell me what the name of the bar is. Dude Ranch. He cut it out. That's all right. It. We don't need to know the name of the bar. There's something about Dude Ranch. That's all. He's Greg from Portland. That's all. That's where we're leaving it. Well, Dave from Portland, we Greg. love you regardless of what you feel. Like I get it. You mm-hmm. come on to a show. There's. This big show that's been around for about five years You accident- mm-hmm. that you accidentally called. <laughs> I love it. Hey, Greg. You, you cut. You, yeah. Greg, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, uh, the biggest w- question. Wait, no, I can't hear you. <laughs> My biggest question is, you accidentally called us, but we're a 330 area code. Who were, who were you calling? Well, my friend gave me this phone number, so I was like, so... Oh, his son pranked him. His son? He said friend. Friend. How Uh, high are you? Friend. (laughs) Huh? No, no. I'm almost almost there. Yeah, I think Earl is high. (laughs) I think Earl is, you know, he's like... (laughs) Anyway, sorry, Greg. So uh, we were just curious because you're you're in Oregon, but yet you called uh, Ohio area code, which is not that unusual. You know, a lot of people have different out-of-state area codes, but... uh, uh, we were having technical difficulties that night. We couldn't hear you very well, so we we had yeah. vowed we had vowed to call your number every week because we do the show once a week on Wednesday night. We vowed to call your number every <laughs> every week until we got a hold of you. And it only took it only took two weeks, which was awesome. I thought we said until we get a restraining order against us. <laughs> we're gonna Whoa. call. <laughs> we're gonna, time. We're gonna call you every Wednesday until you file a restraining order. So. <laughs> I'm I'm not like that type of person. <laughs> we are. You guys are pretty cool. Uh, what? <laughs> All right, Greg. Hey. But what? There's always but a but. You guys are pretty cool, but. Give it to us the real, man. Tell us tell us what you think about us. <laughs> like, you guys are really cool. Like, we, you know, you guys are really cool. That's that's all I need. And we go way back. Yeah. So. We go way back. We Greg, go way back. Just tell me this one thing. Can, hmm. we, can we call you next week? <laughs> yes. Yes. It's All a right, date. Man. All right, it's a date. we got to let you go because we got to actually call our guest now. Remember, we have a guest on the show uh, tonight. So. I, I would All rather right. skip the I guests was... and keep talking to Greg. <laughs> well, you might rather, but yeah, that's I'd rather, I'd rather be the guest in it, but, you know, I see how it is. Hey, we'll call you when we don't have a guest. We'll get a hold of you. Every week we'll call you. All Which right. is almost every All week. Right. So. Hey, and you, you keep our phone number. You can call us, too, 330-474-9833. You can look it up on LeeRoyandEarl.com. So. Wednesday is a 7-ish. Uh, yep. 
All right, Greg, thanks for taking your time to talk to us. All right, yeah, love no you. problem. And who's calling now? That's ridiculous. Uh, love you too, bye. All right, love you. <laughs> All right, hang up, Greg. Hang we'll up. See you, Greg. Somebody hang up. <laughs> How good you've been. Welcome. Remember, I'm not allowed to talk after this call, and you can't touch me or else I'll lose my magical powers. Oh, dear. Is this Driscoll? Have a good day today. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Someone's fucking with us. Yeah, someone's messing with us. Because I have no idea what that was. <laughs> Not a clue. Hey, uh, is this Greg? Greg's gone. I, ha- yeah, I had to hang up on Greg to answer that call. What are we going to name this guy? He's gone. He hung up. This guy hung up? Yeah, that was it. It was some kind of prank. And did the- you hang up on No, him? I didn't. I did not. Well, I didn't even hear what he said. He you didn't hear so all much, that? He had so much enthusiasm. I didn't need to hear what he said. I wanted right. what he was selling. Well, we got to call our, our guest now, so let's do that. We're going to call it Larry Armstead, author of Where's My Pizza. If this is the Larry I know, I'm going all in on him. Really? You better answer, or we're calling Greg back. <laughs> yeah, Greg, you might be getting an interview today. Hey, this is Larry. Hey, Larry, this is the Leroy and Earl Show. What's going on, my friend? Not a lot. How are you guys? Couldn't be better, literally. Good. Good. Nice to hear. So, uh, you are a guest on the show tonight. Did you remember that? You didn't you sound like maybe you forgot. Like it was kind of like, uh, oh, who's I this? I forgot a little bit, but guess what? <laughs> I, I, I am good. We're going to go forward. Yeah, dude, the phone rang twice. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so, Larry Armistead is on the show tonight. He's the author of Where's My Pizza? He's, uh, I would, are, would you say you're a motivational speaker? Motivational speaker, expectation coach. Yes, absolutely. And uh, also a tarot card reader, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. How did you guys uncover that? Is this a well, knockoff of uh, we, "Dude, Where's My Card"? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. We uh, we do somewhat a little bit of homework around here. Um, I watched some of your videos. In fact, I was gonna play. I want to play this one. Uh, your 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 main video real quick. Uh, so I was actually going to play this right before we called you, and I forgot. So if you could hold on just for one minute and 37 seconds, I'm going to play this uh, for the people watching us on YouTube. Is it ready? It's ready. It's going oh, okay. right now. Yeah. Great. What can I get for you? This is going to be carry-out or delivery. Oh, I hadn't thought that far. I just know I want a pizza. No problem, ma'am. Uh, would you happen to know what you want on your pizza? Is it going to be a small, medium, or a large? I just want a pizza. Well, I can definitely help you out there. I understand. But I have to know what you like on your pizza what size pizza it is, how you're going to get it, your name, and your payment information. Please, just bring me a pizza. I mean, I'm saying, is there more? That's it. 
All right, that was uh, the video for Larry Armstead's book, Where's My Pizza? And again, Larry, welcome to the show. Worst case Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, hey, uh, no problem. Hey, worst case scenario, like give us your address. We can't even deliver a pizza. Over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? Address. You know, uh, of all the guests we've had on the show so far, Larry, I'm most intrigued by your, your concepts. And I'm not sure if Earl even gets it because he's drunk or high or something right now. I read it earlier. You're high on Funyuns. Are you in your car, Larry? Are you in your car? I am. I'm, I'm actually about to pull over for you guys. Okay, great, because it's getting pretty noisy over there. It's yeah, like, just pulling off the highway here for you guys. Greg. Uh, it's Larry. It's Larry. It's Larry. Okay. Larry. It's, yes, yes, yes. No, I don't smoke weed, and that's, that, was, that wasn't your question. That was uh, my partner. Talk question. to Larry, not me. Everything that I'm on is prescribed, <laughs> all right? Okay. Jesus. Uh, okay, sorry if you're a saint. I forget what I was going to say. So, anyway, Larry, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm going to let Larry explain the concept behind Where's My Pizza. Take it away, Absolute. Larry. Absolutely. Okay, so I was talking to a friend one day. Um, she's actually mentioned in the book. Um, and she was just, you know, she was saying, Larry, I want so much for my life. And she was actually saying that she wanted a car. She wanted all this different stuff. And I was like, well, you know what, what does it look like? When, when do you expecting it? What, you know, what kind of car is it? How much are you willing to spend? She didn't have an answer for me. I said, well, you know, it's kind of like you're doing, what you're doing is the equivalent of calling a pizza place and saying, Hey, um, I want a pizza. Well, what do you want on it? I don't know. Where are we delivering it to? I don't know. Well, what size? I don't know. I just want a pizza. And then, you know, you hang up the phone and 45 minutes later, you are looking out the window expecting a pizza to show up. What? So that's how the foundation of the book actually came to be. Did she did do, she did the voice work for that? She No, the voice, that's all me. What? The female voice? The female? That, yeah. Listen, uh, you, you can use all kind of awesome software to transpose your I voice up for it and everything. Because it sounds so, yeah, that is all me. That makes sense now because it sounded a little computerized. I was like, "Why this chick sounds weird? Not weird, weird, but I was like, <laughs> she, had, yeah. she had a slight like awkwardness to her with a little slight delay. It was like, hot. It was so hot. It was like, <laughs> well, thank you, I, I, I thank just, you. I, I just, I'll do more just for you guys. Yeah, I just kept hearing, "I just want a pizza." Hint, hint. Like, <laughs> and, and it's and it's a total turn on, right? Just oh yeah, give me the strong. Oh yeah, uh-huh. that's all I heard. Oh my gosh. She's a filthy whore mouth. So anyway, Larry, Larry, I, I, I loved your concept. I thought, you know what? Because I am, I am that person. I am the person that whole, my whole life just kind of expected things to just happen to me instead of right, making right. them happen. Now, I've, I've done all right, you know, for myself. Uh, I, I'm not complaining, but I know my personality and I, and I watch other people, and, and, and it, it's such a great analogy of that's how people look at life. They just, they, they want, they call the place, I want a pizza. What, what, what are you going to do about it? You can't just say, I want a pizza, and then sit in your, you know, living room waiting for someone to deliver a pizza that you didn't do anything to make happen. I feel like Absolutely. if, if uh, Anon, if you're listening, you need to call in because he's in the pizza business, and I want to know if he <laughs> has actually had any of these calls. He's not in the pizza business anymore. He retired, remember? Yeah. But he is a long-time professional. Oh, okay. He still... So uh, originally, uh, I had hoped to, Larry, what we were going to do, we, was, we were going to call a pizza shop before we called you and do exactly what you did. 
to a oh, live. The, can, can we do that together? We could do that, yes. <laughs> i got to get, get a pizza court. shop. Yeah, okay. We let's... actually did that before, but we knew exactly what we wanted, and it was never ending. That was, you're talking about Grubhub? No. Oh, no, no. no, no. Way yeah. back. Yeah, we, did, we called a pizza shop one time and had them on the line for about, what, 25 minutes? Well, they, they oh, found, that's yeah. that is. How did they take that? Oh well, uh, they were good with it because they 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 found out we were a podcast and they you know they didn't know the difference between a podcast and a real radio show so they thought they were on a real radio show. So. And, and the girl take even if she didn't know the girl taking the order was complete sweetheart. She, oh yeah, very nice, very she nice. She was uh, accepting of our dumbness. So I would love to do that, but you know what I'd rather do, Larry? I want to know more about your your tarot card reading. Uh, hand that goes in hand in hand with your Christianity. That 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 intrigued me. Okay. Well, I mean, I am a guy, I grew up in the middle of kind of the Bible Belt anyway. So I'm in southern Indiana. um, And, you know, my uncle's a pastor, um, and I'm very close to them. That's like my second family, my second um, set of parents. So I grew up in the church. Um, I was kind of there when the doors opened, and I was there to lock the doors when everything was all said and done. So for me, what happened is before my brother, well, let me back up a little bit. Um, When I was 15 years old, I was with my aunt, and we were just kind of sitting around, acting silly as normal. And I had a vision that my brother was going to pass. It was like I was just completely transported out of that room. And it was like a big movie screen, and I saw everything go down. So I got home, and I told my mother that, and she was kind of like, you know, don't, don't say that, don't say that, don't say that. And from there, you know, six, eight months go by, nothing happens. So I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe this vision is, you know, something I kind of made up. Well, um, and, but I, I kind of remembered everything that happened in the vision, so I, I kind of put it in my subconscious that if I recognized any of the things that I saw in that vision, I know that this, you know this was coming true. So fast forward, finally a year after that, and um, I recognized I started recognizing that day in my vision. You know, I, I remembered in the vision that my parents were going to have you know their friends over. There was going to be drinking and eating and a good time. And um, I walk out of my bedroom, and that's exactly what happened. So I said, okay, well, maybe if I if I change this, maybe if I change what I saw, then, you know, the thing with my brother won't happen. So I said, hey, I'm going to go down to my other aunt's house, and I'm just going to hang out. And I pulled up there, and I'll never forget, um, I said, you know, okay, I've changed it. And I got to her door and put my hand on her doorknob, and that's when the rest of the vision kind of came back to me. I was like, I'm going to open this door. And she's going to be on the phone at the bottom of the stairs, which you could see from the landing. And she's going to drop the phone and say, we got to go. And I, it's true to form, that's exactly what happened. And that was the day that my brother passed away, precisely how I saw it. Hmm. So from there, that at this point, the Internet is still in its infancy. This is 1999. Um, so the in- Internet's still a baby. I didn't have a lot of answers. So, I, of course, I went to my uncle, who's the pastor, and I was like, okay, well, what? What, what, what is this? He didn't have good answers for me. Um, the, the Bible had no good answers for me. <clears throat> so what I did is I just went to the library and I checked out any book, anything that I could on psychic, paranormal, 
haunt, I mean, anything you could think of, I checked the book out on it. <clears throat> and I kind of self-taught myself. And then, you know, what I reconciled with was that I don't have to quite hold on to the beliefs that I was brought up with. Because a lot of times what we do is we have those beliefs that we were brought up with and we are never taught to question those things. So reconciling it with Christianity, it's not so much of a big deal for me because I can't say that, oh, Larry is a Christian at this point. What I can say is I see validity in all religious traditions and all religious expressions all over the world, and um, I'm a student of it all. Let me ask. <clears throat> Let me. I can't tell. Can I hear? Am I coming? Through? I can't hear you. So, uh, how how did that did that influence did that happen? Did that influence you with uh, writing the book, or is that a totally separate thing? I know no, that. I mean, it it, oh, it was yeah. all catalyst for. Uh, Everything was a catalyst for, for for everything else. So you know, you guys um, came across Parallary, um, which is where you guys saw the par uh, the tarot reading and all that good stuff that I do. Right. And that led me into saying, you know, uh, I met a lot of awesome, interesting people. Do been doing readings all over the world um, for people all over the world, rather. And um, from there, it was just like, you know what? I really do enjoy helping people, um, and I really do enjoy this connection that I that I make with people and I have a background as well in sociology. I have a bachelor's in sociology and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this a step further and I'm going to um, show people how to use the power of expectation to create the life that they want, because that's precisely what I've been able to do with my own life. Larry. Hey, Larry. Uh, I know I may put on a good act here acting like a goofball. Cause that's, that's my character regardless. Right. Yeah, yeah. Can you guys agree with Are that? You, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, I'm, I am a social worker outside of this, and I'm just curious, uh, and you don't have to give us this information, but what happened to your brother? We don't know to this day. Um, the most information that we have, I, I was so distraught, I wasn't, I was even able to attend his funeral. Um, I, ju I just couldn't force myself to look at it or have the finality of it. Um, the only thing I know is that at his funeral, there were some um, some people that went up to the casket, made a phone call, looking at his body, said, yeah, that's him. He's dead. Okay, um, so, is, so could it be we stuff knew, you We blocked? knew he was with the wrong people, doing doing some things that he shouldn't have been doing. We knew we know that. Drug dealing? On, say that again? Drugs or... Yeah, it was drugs. Yeah, I, he did. Um, he left a letter for us for us after um, that we discovered after he passed, oh, and he kind of lined out everything that. that was going on in there. Um, and he let us know that they, you know, that these people knew where at that point I was still in high school. You know, where I went to school, where my parents worked, where all of my brothers and his kids went to school, and it was kind of like a, it's either going to be them or him. And I think he probably made the ultimate sacrifice. <laughs> okay. Well, we're sorry to hear that. Uh, Thank so you so take, much. Yep, you take a tragic incident and turn it into something that can help many more people. Is what it sounds like. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, in, in the letter that he left me, uh, where he left all of the family, um, he segmented off pieces for all of our my siblings. I'm the youngest of six, um, and he segmented off little sections for us. And he told me that he expected me to take over the world and to, you know, share my story because I'm very intelligent and all that stuff, you know, his words, not patting myself on the back or anything. Um, and I just realized that that letter that he left really wasn't just for me. That letter's for everybody. So that I want to take that and, you know, let everyone know that they have that same piece of that letter within them. Wow. Wow. 
Yeah. You're yeah. speechless. I am. I'm, I'm speechless. I, I just, you know, this is kind of a comedy show, but we do like to have serious guests on, on from time to time. And uh, all the all the guests we book, Larry, most of them, we don't even know anything about them before we book them. We just book them and then we look into it. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Larry, I'm used to dealing with this kind of stuff, so just feel open. And I may be a little blunt sometimes, and I think uh, in my experience, that helps people open up. I mean, people actually like that. They don't want to be feeling like you're treading on thin ice with them. Let's just talk about it. Absolutely. And for me, I have nothing to hide because what I realize is that my healing and everything that came from that situation and even, you know, navigating through the, you know, the Christian and the spiritual waters, that was all healing for me. And I'm able to be an open book and these type of things don't sting anymore because I've done what a lot of people are not willing to do. I've taken a hard look at them and I've confronted them and, you know, there's nothing there except for learning and growth. I realized what they were there for. Well, I, for one, I'm pretty excited to actually read your book someday when it finally gets to the library, because, you know, I, I don't buy <laughs> well, books. Listen, <laughs> listen it, it, it is out right now. You can get it on Kindle. You can get it on, um, you can get it from Amazon. You can get it from Barnes & Noble. It is out there ready for you. So tell, tell us a little bit about... We know what the book is about, about, you know, where's my pizza? People, you know, they just, they expect things good to happen to them without putting any effort into it. Can yeah. you, can you, in a, in a very short synopsis, tell us what the book tells us? What, how, how does a person go about uh, getting to the point where they actually tell the pizza person they want, they want a large with pepperoni and that kind of stuff? Yeah, fix us, fix our problems with just the back page. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, what I um, what I do is I teach a technique in the book, and I and it's called adding ice. Um, and what you do is you, the first thing is you do is you identify the expectation that you have. Um, the second thing you do, the C, is clarify what simple steps you're willing to take at this very moment to go toward your expectation. And the third step is to expanticipate it, um, and that's just set a date by which you can actually see some results from the expectation that you set. And a lot of people hear that word expanticipate, and they're like, what does that even mean? Is that and a that's real word? That, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a word that I coined. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Yeah, and it's, it's just that awesome intersection when expectation meets anticipation, and there's nothing anyone can say or do to persuade you differently that whatever you set for your expectation is going to occur. Do you have any websites or anything you want to plug? Absolutely. You can go to my website, larry-armstead.com. Um, you can also go, if you would like to do a reading with me, you can go to parallary.com. Um, and then of course you can find me on social media everywhere. So I'm, I, I'm on Instagram at officially underscore Larry, um, on Facebook at officially Larry and on Twitter at officially underscore L-A-R. Now, uh, Tuna, our co-host here, our lovely co-host, she wanted to get a reading. Is that possible? That is absolutely possible. Yeah. Mm. All right. Okay, hold on, let me let me but get myself hey, out hey, here. Hey, 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 I'm her boyfriend, just so. Just fil- <laughs> fil- <laughs> fil- so some, fil- right now. Yeah, filter some of that out. Okay, let me let me get let me get my stuff out here, and I'll definitely do a reading. We're going to do a tarot card reading live here on the Leroy and Earl show for Tuna. Tuna, it's, it's exciting, exciting on the Leroy and Earl I've show. I've never had this before. I've Jeez. always wanted like a a palm reading or. A crystal ball or tarot cards yeah hey 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 keep your hands where they should be <laughs> keep your hands where we can see them 
That's right. He never does. Boob reading. <laughs> and what I and Tuna, what I have here is I have some awesome cards, some new tarot cards that I just got here. Uh, amazing cards. So you're going to get to be the guinea pig for these cards as well. Okay. Uh, Harry Potter edition. Here we go. Tarot card reading. And the, so what I'm going to do, um, let me explain to you kind of a little bit how I work when I do a reading. Um, what I do is, um, and I know for the sake of time, I won't be able to do everything, but what I do is I, it's kind of like a four phase reading. Um, the first thing I do is um, I do a tarot reading, a gen, uh, just a general tarot reading. From there, we kind of look at what areas of your life might need attention. And then from there, I kind of give you a spiritual prescription, things that you need to be working on at this very moment. Okay. <clears throat> so what I'm going to do is I have three decks here that I'm going to be shuffling. Um, I'm going to let you know when I start shuffling. You will tell me when to stop. Once I know when to stop, um, I'll separate the decks and we'll go from there. Does that sound okay? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to shuffle our first tarot deck here. And this is just the traditional tarot deck. Just let me know when to stop. I am shuffling now. Stop. Okay. For this other deck, just to kind of see where you're, uh, you're going to need the most attention, I'm shuffling that one now. Let me know when to stop for that one. Stop. Okay. And then for your spiritual prescription, I'm going to shuffle that deck as well. Let me know when you'd like me to stop for that one. Stop. Wow, okay. you, you just hit that stop real quick every time, didn't you? No, I, <clears throat> no, I waited a, a little okay, bit. Okay, right. just catch him off guard. <laughs> right. I heard something about spiritual pres prescription. Is there anything you could provide us tonight? <laughs> you can't write prescriptions. If that's what you mean. I, I, I cannot give you anything. No, he's that, not a medical um, doctor. Doctor can't prescribe for you first. Yeah. How about that? You can. He can't. He cannot. Oh, you can't. Sorry. Go I, ahead, Larry. I cannot. Go ahead with I'm Tuna's. Sorry, go, go ahead with Tuna's tarot right, card so, reading. Tuna, do you have any questions, anything that's concerning you that we need to look at right now? <clears throat> um, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, okay. So let's just do a, a general tarot reading to see where we're at. How's that sound? Okay. This is exciting. I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm nervous. Yeah. I'm open to this, but I'm, it makes me a little nervous. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Okay, what you've pulled, okay, you have pulled um, all cards upside down. So when you pull a card upside down, it just means that the uh, original intention of the card is reversed. Um, so you pulled in the, I call this my sentence spread. So I just kind of read this like a sentence. So you pull the Ace of Wands reversed. You pulled the Chariot reversed and you've pulled the Strength card reversed. So the first thing I have to ask you is what the heck is going on with you right now? Right, that's know. what I'm thinking too. She is tough as hell. Oh, wow. so the strength it sounds like, for me, it sounds like you're holding a lot in. There's a lot of things that you've been wanting to do, like false starts. You have all these ideas, but you, it doesn't seem like you can get up the motivation or the passion to get things done. You have it, you're ready to start it, and then bam, I, I, something happens and everything evaporates from it. Hmm. Okay. Does that make sense so far? Yeah, yeah makes... give us an example here, uh, Tuna. No, no, that... Give it, us an example. It hits home closer. on a personal level, but well, I'm that, not ready to share that right now. Not even with me? <laughs> not on Is the... it about me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. What do you mean? Well, see, I mean and, then, and then you have this thing with the chariot, um, and it shows her being on the chariot, so uh, um, she, she does you pay this very much tough exterior up. <laughs> And Tony, you hold a lot of stuff back and you bite your tongue a whole lot. And I don't under, quite understand that because you've never really been that person. Um, but you're you're holding a lot back. You have a lot of expectations that you're holding back right now um, for whatever reason. Quit 
dancing around hurting people's feelings because you think they can't handle what you have to say or your um your experience that's accurate quit dancing around that uh because it seems like that has been the pattern for you and it feels like what's happening is you don't feel like yourself right now you feel like that the the strength that you once had or the woman that you once may have been is being stripped away from you and you just don't know where to go and that is because you are in a position right now where you're just like i don't i don't have a voice why 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 is your voice muted wow i'll answer for you uh, <laughs> Earl's gonna answer for tuna. Uh, I want. I want to go next. Okay. <laughs> I want to go to next. I want to go next. I think these are generalized. So. Um, Earl's kind of freaking out right now, Larry, because I think you hit the nail on the head. No, because he's gonna get my ass in trouble. <laughs> That's why I'm freaking out. Regardless of whether he's right or not, I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> and he's going to put it in her mind, and, and then that's it. I'm grounded for a couple of weeks. <laughs> you might as well get married. I, I do not want you sleeping on the couch. Listen. That was freaky. Yeah. That Earl's, freaky. Earl's freaking out over here, I Larry. on the couch last night. You did your job, Larry. Good but, job. But uh, <laughs> listen here. This woman to my left is always on my chariot. And I, if my horses die, I'll pull it myself, okay? She's my woman. I would take care of her. So, I love that. Well, you might love it, but you're over there bashing her. So, <laughs> no, he's, he's not, not bashing well, not her. Bad. You're bashing me. <laughs> That's saying, not a bash. You're bashing no, her, it, bashing me, saying. Hey, he could be talking about. a rift. It could be at work. It could be. It better be at work. Plus. Just saying. That's all I'm saying. He, he pulled the tarot cards. But I uh, told listen, him I when only, to stop. I'm only reading what the card right, says. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Personal. I'm just saying I'll fuck them tarot cards hey, up. Hey, easy. <laughs> easy. He, he. Now I want to go. I want mine. Wait, no, I still have a third card. He wasn't done with her oh, yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Why not? When she's, when my lady's done. <laughs> oh my God. So the, that final card was that strength card, and that's pulled upside down as well. So... It's time to reclaim your voice um, and quit being so quiet. You're holding so much in, and I don't understand why. Because, again, you have never been that person to just hold everything back and not say what's on your mind. And what it, what's happening is you're tap dancing. Or Again, all of this is saying I'm tap dancing around what is really on my mind and what my real experience is. Why are we doing that? Because it's never been the person that you've been. What are you tap dancing around? I want to know. <laughs> what are you What are you holding back is what it's saying. Because what it, whatever it is, this is a big life lesson. Because you pulled a major arcana card, so this is a major life lesson for you. Well, I did have an experience today on a, a conference call that, I don't know, uh, a, a manager of another department said something underhanded and kind of Babe, shitty toward you gotta me. you got to do whatever you got to do to make the Stop. money. Bring it. I'm, oh. I'm talking here. I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just but I feel me. like it was like a, I, I don't know, this guy assumes that because I'm a woman and because I have a vagina that I can't be as smart as him. Um, so, and I, after I got out of that meeting, I thought, I really need to start standing up for myself when he does stuff like that because... It's not okay. That's something that's been going on, it sounds like. But yeah, repeatedly. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? God damn See, it. Earl, it wasn't about you. You me. What's his name? Jerry. All right, Jerry, we're coming to fuck you up. I don't care if you're... Sorry about my language. 
You gotta stop oh, tuning in on the microphone. Sorry. You can just reach over and punch me at any moment. Hey, uh, Larry, we don't want to keep you on too much longer, but can we do one for Earl real quick? Yeah. Well, yeah. Let me let me reading. pull two more cards for Tuna real quick here. Okay. Oh, two more for Tuna. Yeah, she she has two more, and okay. then we're gonna go to Earl. All How's right. that? That sounds good. Okay, so Tuna, I'm pulling this um, this other card for you, which is kind of where you need attention right now. Um, and you pulled the card. It says meditate and contemplate. So again, all that stuff that's been hanging on your mind and everything like that—that that stuff that has just got you really down and got you really withdrawn and in, withdrawn inward—it's time to just kind of take that for what it is, meditate about it, and contemplate how you can best show up for yourself. Okay. Okay, and then the last card that I have for you is what I call your spiritual um, prescription, and it says surrender your belief in scarcity. The universe is asking you to open to the infinite nature of abundance, and this way you can remove blocks in your life and succeed beyond your wildest dreams. So that goes all completely in line with that guy at work, um, you know, believing that, oh, well, because I am maybe a woman or maybe because I am... Um, he thinks he's smarter than me that I have to behave or show up in that in that way. The universe is saying it's completely abundant. Once you speak up and reclaim your voice, you will remove that block that he has over you right now. Does that make sense? I like it. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. No problem. No problem. Earl's going to be a total shit show when you pull his cards. Probably. Yeah. You just hang up on us. Uh, hope not. He might have got disconnected. Looks like it. Oh, no. Well, it's 7.50, so do you want to just, do you want to try and call him back, or do you just want to call it, call it good? Earl? Hmm, he's thinking Take about it. Take a break? Or should we call him back? hand grenades. Wow. Well, I don't, I, I think we, if we're going to call him back, we should call him back now. Well, no. I wanted to tear out reading. Here he's oh. calling. He's calling. Did I lose you guys? You did. You're back, though. You're back. Something okay. happened. Perfect. I don't know what happened there. I don't either. <laughs> Skype. Oh Lord, help us. Yeah. <laughs> so as long as I'm back here, we can get we can get Earl Earl taken care of as well, let's, right? Let's get take Earl. Care, take care of Earl, so we can me and uh, Earl and Pearl can put these things together and make it happen. All right. So Earl, same thing for you. I'm going to um, shuffle the first deck. You're going to tell me when to stop, then I'm going to shuffle the second. You're going to tell me when in the third, okay? Oh, okay. He said okay. All right, I am shuffling your first deck right now. <laughs> Keep going. Apparently you're taking the opposite approach of Tuna. Make him shuffle for an hour. All right, stop right there, but go back. Go back two cards. So you want me to stop there? Yep, yep. That's a good spot. All right. Let's look at this other deck here. Let's shuffle him. Let me know. I'm going uh, for that one right now. Let me know when to stop. Now. Stop, stop. Okay. <laughs> and this last deck here, I'm shuffling that guy. Stop. Okay. All right. Any spe any specific questions or anything like that? From, from me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you were just going to read about me. I thought you were I, I can I can definitely do that as well. Yeah. I like to always ask if you have specific questions. If you do, I can answer those based on the cards. Or we can just do a general reading kind of like we did for Tuna. General reading would be... Actually, you know what? I really do have something pretty big going on in my life. What is it? Sure. I've met somebody who is at least twice my age. 
And female? No. no. Met somebody? No. It's we'll call it a bromance. Oh. Maybe oh, maybe, okay. maybe four times my age, but we connect on a level that is like unlike any level that I've seen in a long time, and I think Tuna can agree. Yeah, Earl's basically seeing himself in 50, 60 years in this guy. Yes. Gotcha, okay. I mean, everything we do is exactly like we're getting along. Is it your dad? No. It's definitely not dad. It's exactly the opposite of my dad. Um, but I don't want to talk about him right now. So I just, I don't know why this person, I've never met anybody like this in my life. And, you know, this is a giving person. He's, he's giving to me and, uh, not that you can buy my love, but, uh, you know, just for an example, we, we took some fruitcake, which nobody likes. We always get it at Christmas. Yeah, we took it out to some homeless people and made made them happy because they really needed it. That's yeah, yeah. The kind of person I've met, and I just it's just out of nowhere. And I'm at a point right now where I'm about to snap. So, uh, just can you ex- expound upon that? Absolutely can. Let's let's take a look here. I'm going to look from the general tarot deck here. Okay. 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 Okay, so you pulled um, the Queen of Cups, you pulled that right side up, you pulled the Page of Cups, you pulled that upside down, and you pulled the Seven of Wands upside down as well. So whoever this guy is, um, is definitely somebody that makes you feel almost vulnerable, which is a bad word for you, um, because he's in total control of himself and his surroundings, and he's totally comfortable being himself. Um, I can see here with this page of cups that you have been completely um, guarded. You've been a little impulsive in the past. You have been completely um, turned upside down by people. The way people have showed up and treated you in the past, um, it feels like that you're always being looked at as the the knucklehead or the little brother or the 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 person that's really not there or mature enough to handle blah 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 blah. And that has pissed you off for quite some time. So much so that you're like, well, if that's what they're going to expect of me, then that's the way I'm going to behave. Um, and it's just to spite them because, you know, damn it, you're not going to tell me who I am and who I'm not. And then so the seven of wands here shows that, you know, you've been a little bit, you know, I'm going to I'm going to hold my ground, but I'm going to fight back, too. And so with this guy coming around, this new guy is showing that he's completely that you can be completely yourself and you don't have to put on airs and you can be completely open and emotional. It's not only um, a little scary for you. Um, but it's a little fulfilling for you because it seems like here, based on this page of cups that's being uh, um, shown upside down, that there's a void there that he's feeling that you may not have had um, in the past. Does that make sense? It makes sense. And I mean, Judge is quite. Do you see any like quid quo pro in there anywhere at all? Like, he's, he's I mean, not, he's let's, an older let's guy. take a look. You know, Go ahead. he's an older guy, and I don't want to have to. Like, I like all the stuff that he's giving me, but I don't want to have to get. Thing. Yeah. Quick, uh, quick, you know. Quid pro quo. Quid is that pro, what you're looking for? And so he's trying get to say. On, get on your knees and go. I don't. I don't want to have to do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. You see. Well, I mean, it, it seems like with the Queen of Cups, the Queen of Cups, uh, which is what he represents, their intentions always are very pure and very emotional and very flowing and very giving. So there's no there's no need for reciprocity or anything like that. When he says things like, I just need you to show up and be you, or I just enjoy hanging out or being in your presence, that's authentic. And you can trust that. Hit the nail on the head. I think the big yeah. the big part that hit home with that one was filled a void. 
Why you think I got yeah, I, I, I don't know where that emptiness comes from, but it's been it's been there yes. with you because this page of cups. I mean, it's like screaming at me based on the way this is shown here. But that, this page of cups has been here, you know, showing this energy of this void. This um, I don't know. It's almost an inner anger or disruption for some time, and I know you're ready to let it go, but at the same time, you've been guarding that part of you for so long that you don't uh, want to give that up because it almost make, the vulnerability scares you. I would almost say I'm ready to hack it to death. I mean, I, I don't think... <laughs> I don't think I'm ready to let it go. I'm putting ready to uh, put a boot in its ass, and uh, show it the door. Yeah, I mean, I have a void, and I want to create another void. I want to replace that <laughs> void. Whoa, you don't have anything to do with ghosts, right? Because we just had some stuff happen in here. I I do do mediumship readings as well. Oh boy. Well, yeah, I do do. I don't bring anything like that with me or in though, so you're good. That's okay. No, I just wanted to say that we did a Toe of Satan challenge. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's pretty demonic. Uh, weeks ago, <laughs> and we still have the package here, and it just took a freaking leap of faith off of the uh, off of the devil head that, that it's sitting on. And just when we're talking about all this, so I don't know if the energies. Larry, Larry, we do our show live on YouTube, so if you ever watch the show, you'll know what we're talking about. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, well, and here's the other thing, too, that I want to bring for you. Um, that other deck where it shows kind of where you need attention right now, I kid you not, if I can make this up, I would. It says, bring love into the situation is the other card you just pulled. Whoa. That kind of yeah. has, uh, goes Bro. along with quick quo pro. Quid bro. It, it, quid it bro. doesn't mean like that. Quit, quit bro crow. Quit. Are you quit thinking bro. of quit pro quo bro? Quit quo bro. <laughs> quit. So you want me to just give into that and then make my money? Hey, look. What? Hey, we all gotta have, we all gotta make money, right? Dude, you said it. You hit it on the you hit the nail on the penis head. Um, wow. I'm just now understanding where he's going with all this. You didn't you didn't get that before? Yeah, he's me and this dude are like linked up, and you guys are just like. Are you what? in a gay relationship? Is that what's I'm going ask, on? Yeah, I'm asking if I should take it to the next level. I'm not saying with I'm a man gay. twice your age. And it's not gay. It's it's uh, that's what quid quo pro means. It means you're not that there's anything wrong with being gay. But I'm just saying Absolutely. quid quo pro I, I, is just something you do idea. to make to make you better your life. It has nothing to do with your sexual preference. What? Well, <laughs> Thanks for being understanding. I didn't know where you were. Yeah. Wow, I thought that was uh, act like you haven't done it to sorry. me before. Done what? To Listen, you? you are talking to a gay guy here, so it's okay. Okay, so you understand exactly what I'm saying, right? Absolutely. We're not bashing gays here or anything like no, that. No, of course not, no. I'm just saying quid quo pro doesn't necessarily mean you want to be that relation, but you might be pressured into doing it when there's... You know, money, little alcohol involved so, or something. Well, that and some money on the line and all that. You know, if, if somebody's offering to help your family out and, and you're really worried about your family and all it's going to take is uh, pushing it back to the bush, you know... <laughs> I don't uh, know where he's wow. getting this Hashtag, stuff from. Hashtag push to the back of the bush. Push to the back of the right. bush. There we go. So he's nailed it to the wall, I think. Uh, we appreciate your call. Is there anything else you want to say to us before we let well, you, you go? Well, you got one more card. Uh-huh. One more card. You got. It says you pulled your last card was surrender defensiveness. Defensiveness is a sign of weakness. To communicate in a more empowered way, stay centered and hear someone out. Then offer a clear, non-defensive response. So if I defend myself, I'm weak. Well, not ne- if you're being defensive, not if you defend yourself. Okay. Two different things. But if, if you're, you're being not, defensive, I, I'm or sure in, you... in, this, in this case, looking for 
quid pro quo plus plus half. Quid pro quo bro. <laughs> quid pro quo, yeah. Quid pro quo. Three times fast. I can't well, say I, it one time. I'm going to go out on a limb. I think you pulled that for Leroy, that card for Leroy. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Leroy's not going to do a, car, a tarot reading, not because I don't want to, but we're just running out of time, Larry. And uh, I appreciate you coming on the show. Great interview and uh, great. Uh, uh, look forward to reading your book, Where's My Pizza? And uh, I watched the one video of you in, in the closet there alone. That was pretty funny. That was pretty good. Yeah, I like that. That was a great video. Yeah. I yeah. got some more stuff coming for you guys in the new year. I'm just working with my coach and everything right now, my business coach, and we're, we got some good stuff coming, journals and workbooks and an actual cookbook. Um, there's recipes in the back of this book, like pizza recipes from all over the world. So you guys will love the book. And that's uh, what's your YouTube channel called? Uh, it is Officially Larry. Officially Larry. That's the YouTube channel. So go check that out, Shift Heads. And again, Larry. Thanks for coming on, Larry uh, underscore Armistead.com, right? Larry dash Armistead.com, yes. Larry dash and uh, yes. officially Larry on YouTube. Yep. All right, Larry, have a good night. Thanks for uh, taking time out to be on the Leroy and Earl show. Absolutely. Thank you guys so right. much for having me. All right, good night. Bye. All right, See good you, night. man. Bye. All right, that was Larry Armistead from. Uh, Where's my pizza? He's an author. He is a published author. That's our first on the show. And uh, I, don't, I don't even know what to say, so we're just going to take a break. Right now, you may be thinking, we're just gonna take this a break. is my chance to turn off this dumbass show. Well, you Speaking have a choice to make. Deeds. <laughs> One choice is an enormous world. A world that orbits a sun with other worlds called planets, which orbits a black hole. With billions of other worlds not unlike yours, we all slowly wait to be flushed down the toilets of time. I'm not sure what my point is here, but Leroy and I will be back in a minute. Just maybe the universe is telling us it's okay to laugh from time to time. After all, what does it really matter in the end? Listening to the Leroy and Earl
Hello, this is Andrew WK, and you're listening to Strange Label. Time to party. Yeah! yeah! back to the Leroy and Earl show. Um, I'm Leroy. Dude. What? Do you hear that? Don't, don't look. Oh, wait, this isn't a quieter place. Yeah, but uh, if the, the birds are going crazy, dude. Yeah, that means the bad we got, Don't look, then. Just be, be quiet. I'm not looking, dude. I just, I hear the birds, but I don't feel them moving around. If they're in here. Oh, they, they stopped. Why did should I check on him? Does that mean it's safe? Uh, let me put one in my ear. So in your ear? No, to my ear. Do you hear anything? No. I think this one's messed up. That one's messed up. I hear something. I think we're safe. Are you sure? Well, I hear birds. Yeah, is that good or bad? I it's can't bad. remember. It's bad. It's <laughs> bad. They, they quit. So, like, maybe you should take your blindfold off. With, but try not to look. Well, I'm not, I, I'm not, take, no, I'm like not taking it off. No, I'm not taking it off. I'm not taking it off. Well, like, whatever it is that hurts people when you look at it, try not to look at it. That's true. Why don't you just look away real quick? You look, know what I mean? Look away where? Well, what I'm saying is, you know, if you open your eyes and you see the thing that's supposed to kill you, just close your eyes again. I guess that was too hard. It's already, it has you under its power already. Yeah, I, yeah, I could see that. Well, right, wait, wait, wait. Let, on three, let's let's pull our uh, underwears off their face. Okay. Oh, uh, wait. Are you counting? Yeah, three. Oh, wait, wait. One, two, three. Did you do it? No. He's faking. I didn't I look. looked, man. Yeah, why do you still have it? You're a liar. I, you didn't I, look. I looked and I, I put it back on. Listen, See? bro, I know you're lying because if you looked, you'd be killing yourself. Well, maybe it, maybe it's like I said. Maybe you can look and then look away. Maybe he or already killed wall, himself and he's in hell. Right maybe. Now. Maybe yeah. he is a, what was the deal? He's a zombie or something? I could be, maybe. Oh, screw it. I'm going to take mine all the well, way off. Oh, you're then. mentally handicapped. I just took mine all the way off. I don't care. He's mentally handicapped. He's surviving it. Well, I don't know. Or maybe there's no threat. The birds don't seem like there's a threat. I think the birds here. Let me see a bird. Let me have a bird. Try to see if it's talking or something. There's a bird. The bird. Is the bird talking? Pretty bird. Pretty bird. 
If anyone hasn't figured it out, we're making fun of the movie Bird Box. The birdie. <laughs> All right, dude, I'm, I'm taking mine off, right? So, wait, wait before you take it off. Let's all oh, take gone. ours they're off gone. on three. Right, okay, one, two, three. So apparently, Tuna and I are mentally retarded, or we're disabled because we're I'm, good. I'm taking mine off, but not because I you don't told think me it to. means you're mentally retarded. I think it means you're insane, unstable. In, yeah. So Earl is definitely safe. I don't think so. I'm the most squared away in here. Obviously, we're safe as <laughs> well. I'm gonna take mine off. At the risk of losing my sanity, but only because these underwear stink really bad. So they're your underwear. Here, here I know. Oh my god! They hurt. It hurt. Huh? They hurt. It hurt. What I saw hurt. What you saw hurt. Yeah, what, what you, I saw hurt. What you're looking at right now? <laughs> yes. I think the oh, whole boy. time it was the show that was uh, making people go crazy. Really? Could have been. Actually, we don't know because that's why the movie sucks so much dick. The movie wasn't that bad. There was no... That. You never found out what the thing was that they were afraid of. Right. You weren't supposed to. Why? Because that's the movie. I love the birds, though. Now it's... If, if we keep doing this show like a year from now, there'll be so much stuff everywhere. Wouldn't it have been a better twist if it was the birds that was fucking them up? <laughs> the birds was killing them? Well, I mean, they were playing psychotic games on them. <laughs> That's, I assume those underwear are clean. Yeah, but so. they've got a... I don't know. I don't do my He blew monitor. a fart hole in the back of them. <laughs> I see that. I don't know see if that. the YouTubes can see it. Can but. we keep those mm -hmm. two as a memento? Uh, I would really rather not, but, I, but I'm okay with it. Put, put it, set it there next to the, somewhere. You could drape it over whatever. I'm going to put it on this lion head. I'm sure my you know my family won't care that there's a They've pair of underwear. They've seen underwear before. I can totally dig the birds over here. I know. <laughs> oh, I, I have to apologize to Michelle and anyone else on Strange Label. My computer battery died about... 20 minutes ago. Oh. So I am not on the Strange Label chat. I am sorry. Sorry, Michelle. And I also cannot pull up the uh, articles for the sushi. Well, we're, we are at 8.15. This show went way over, so Dude, maybe we just won't we do a sushi this so week. so much good news on so, the sushi. So let's do the douchey. I'll do the douchey. You got to do it, because I can't pull the articles up. I can pull them up. Just a couple. Oh, All sure. Right. I, I'm not saying we don't do it. I'm just saying... You know, yeah, uh, let's just uh, pull them up and get out of here. All right, let's do it, then. But. And now, here's the sushi with Tuna. I love sushi, yes I do. Just want to get fish-faced with you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, workers are being tested after a vegetative state woman was found pregnant. How long has she been? No. Not found pregnant. She gave birth to well. There's a child. two stories here. Oh, okay. One story is she gave birth, so the secret's out. The cat's out of the bag on that one. She <laughs> they let her go full term, and she gave birth. So uh, she's in a vegetative state. Obviously, there's lots of male workers and workers in general, I guess, and that uh, one of them's got to be the daddy. They thinking 
So, wow. Let me pull up the news article and see what they had to say here. I think it said she'd been in a vegetative state for 14 years. What? Yeah, something like that. How old is she, though? I 29. 29. Okay, DNA samples from all male employees at the Arizona Long-Term Care Facility were collected Tuesday as authorities investigate how a woman who has been in a vegetative state for more than a decade became pregnant and carried the baby to term without the staff knowing. What, did what does to out? term mean? Does it just fall out? To term, like, full. Like you can't abort it the anymore. The full nine months. Well, how would they not notice that she was pregnant? That's weird. Yeah, especially, well, I mean, especially if, she's if they're still laying, banging her. <laughs> if she's laying down, and I don't know. I mean, they were covering that up. Well, we're automatically disregarding the one possibility that she was faking, like, and she would like get <laughs> yeah. up at night. Faking rape? No, faking being in a vegetative state. So she would like, oh. you know, when no one was around, she'd get up and do whatever she wanted to do. So go she probably party, had a boyfriend. Yeah, up. got knocked up and. Well, you know to, go, what I mean? to go further in it, a warrant was served Tuesday to obtain DNA sample samples. For samples. Samples. Uh, and by DNA samples, they mean jerk off into a cup. No, From they probably just males, swabbed their cheeks. Swabbed their what? Swabbed their the inside of their cheeks. Oh, okay. Uh, male <laughs> staffers at Hacienda Healthcare, where the 29-year-old woman gave birth to a baby on December 29th, a facility spokesman said, San Carlos Apache Police Chief... Alejandro. Alejandro. <laughs> Alejandro. <laughs> Benali said Phoenix police will do all they can to find the perpetrator or perpetrators. Um, and the department will assist in any way. My thing is, is there may be multiple fathers. Well, I think the baby can well, only have can one like, father, yeah, but there can only multiple people could have had right. sex with so her. Right, so do you think there's like 10 employees that are like, ah, oh, shit. It's uh, Russian roulette. It's right. Please don't let it be me. Please don't let it be me. Please don't let it be me. I mean, it sounds like she's a pretty big slut. So, right. <laughs> oh my God. Sounds like. <laughs> wow. Uh, Hacienda stands committed to doing everything in our power to bring this police investigation to a quick conclusion. In other words, we're not really going to do jack shit about it. So, she had the baby. They delivered a healthy baby. Now what? It, so uh, my question is, once they determine who the father is, obviously this guy's going to jail for a while, but then what? Does he get to have the kid? No, I think it would probably go to her parents or something. Wow. Or maybe they're up for the adoption. Ones, yeah, if they don't want it. But they're the ones that how'd put like, her in there how'd you like initially. To, how'd you so. like to tell that story? Well, what, how about, <laughs> Save that story for when you're 18. How about, if, how about <laughs> if she comes out of the coma? Well, she's in a vegetative state, not a coma, right? Right. So, I mean, she's never coming out. Well, she could, but. It's possible. I mean, can you imagine if she came out of she it? She could still bang. And she, if she came out of it and she uh, decided, I want to know, meet this dude who raped me while I was out, and they kind of fell in love. It's like, oh, yeah, I, just, what, I had just started dating him when I went to a vegetative state. Right. What a story. What a story they would have to tell their grandkids. And you know what? No means no. I couldn't say no, so. Right. She didn't say no. She didn't say no. What kind of sick, disgusting perv does that kind of thing? I don't know, but I'm going to move on here. Do you want me to read the rest of these? Sure. Okay. I'm playing with my birds. You playing you with blow your, your load tonight? Speaking of the devil. What? <laughs> I didn't know what you mean. I meant you're going to use up all the stories. Yeah. I'll go ahead and do the sushi. Uh, I just This one I pulled just for the face of Dave. 
Face uh, of day. Yeah, some wall stats. Not really wall stats, but some stats containing uh, pertaining to the wall. Uh, oh. From Sean Hannity here, Trump's plea deal for a wall is more than about stats, Dave. It's about saving lives. And guys, this isn't directed to Dave. I'm just kidding. But. It is going to piss him off. <laughs> you witnessed President Trump make a powerful, compelling case for the wall on our southern border. This is national emergency, he says. The situation is now dire, and whether or not we secure the border, it does have real-life death consequences. Life or death consequences. As we known now in the last two weeks, I can't really read if you guys already knew that, similar to Earl. But also, over the past two years, approximately 4,000 aliens, and I assume they mean Mexicans, have been arrested for homicide. They don't mean coneheads. 30,000 for sex crimes, over 100,000 for violent assaults. These are against American citizens. Okay. And in 2018, 17,000 individuals with criminal records were apprehended trying to cross the border. 60,000 inadmissible or illegal immigrants are turned away from our borders every single month. So there's some facts. Can I play the part of Dave? Yeah, please do. Those stats aren't true. <laughs> it's fake news. <laughs> it's fake news, man. That was those rock wasn't thrown. The rock, that fake rock that knocked him out and had him, made him go. St- the stitches were fake. Oh my God! And guess what, Dave? Twenty thousand children were also smuggled in traffic. One was killed. All right. I guess. I guess you know. It, I, we probably shouldn't go down this rabbit hole with the with the wall thing, but. No. Uh, you know, I was just bringing it up. He knows right, busting his balls. Right? Yeah, we're just. We, yeah, I mean, it's he you know, that. He, yeah, he earned it, and that's his point of view. And he's obviously he's not alone in this point of view. As a lot of people agree with him, but yeah, definitely fifty-fifty. I figure, uh, you know, if if those stats were even lower them by ninety percent, it would still be worth building the wall. Yeah, it's just a fucking wall, right. man. Just a piece of steel. Oh my god, five billion dollars, like. They, I know that's a lot of money. That you know what changed lives? You know what kills me is uh, all these Democrats that uh, were for border security in, during the Obama administration. Right. Yeah. And now they're of not. Course. Yeah, of course. They just—it wouldn't matter if if Trump was proposing, like I said, if Trump was proposing to give a million dollars to every American, they would still be against it. What if he was proposing a two-dollar wall? A two-dollar wall. And the Mexicans are paying for they it. They would be against it. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be against anything Trump does because the most poss- the the worst I, I can't even put it into words. The very worst thing that could ever happen to liberals and Democrats in this country right now is if Donald Trump were to be successful. Exactly. That is worse than another another 9/11 to them. That is Did worse than anything. Did you drink? Oh, thanks, babe. I would like to propose Pro- an, an propose idea. Propose a toast? Propose a toast. No. Propose an idea to Trump, and he can uh, go ahead and run with this. And this, I think, this is something Democrats, Dave, everybody can get on board with. Let's build the wall out of rocks that are being thrown by them immigrants <laughs> at us. And just voila. have some slurry there in the buck in the in the thing there, and put yep. the rocks in the slurry and make the wall. Of, the yeah. wall, yeah. All right, I'm moving on. A ten million dollar kidnapping ransom story. This is a good one. I got to click on it. I probably should have done that from the beginning. 
Uh, Norwegian's billionaire wife abducted. Kidnappers demand $10 million in ransom for her life. That's about the gist of the story. I scanned through it. But it made me wonder how much would you pay for a ransom for me? Me? Yeah. Well, I don't have $10 million. But how much would you pay? Well, he didn't remember your. He didn't remember your birthday. I would so have to log into my account and see. See what's there. For, do your bills first. See what you got to pay out and see what you got left. <laughs> right. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I would sell some stuff. You know. What's hey, what's with that question, babe? I would rob a bank for you. Uh-huh. Yeah. I would rob a bank for you. I would I would pay whatever it takes. Yeah, I mean, if it was my wife and kids, I would. If I couldn't pay cash, I'd pay the ultimate price. That's bottom line. So anyways, uh, wife of Norwegian real estate tycoon was abducted back in October. Police only revealed on Wednesday. And the kidnappers are demanding $10 million ransom in money in exchange for her life. You were right. It's about the gist of the story. Here's my question. They're having troubles. He wants a divorce. She wants to hire a hitman to kill him. He hires somebody to kidnap her for ransom, $10 million, which is nowhere near the amount he would lose in court on a divorce. He doesn't pay. They kill him. They kill her. What do you think? Are you saying that's what happened? You think maybe what happened? I'm just saying. Opinion. Opinions. I wish I had the kind of money they have. That's all I wish. Rich people problems. Yeah, yeah. I'm not giving up a billion dollars. Rich people <gasps> problems. For you, I would. Anything. Yeah, bullshit. You should donate to the wall. Got that kind of money. Yeah, why not? Yeah. It's only half. All right, uh, half of what he has. Let's that's, see. Our... That's probably good for today. No, yeah. shut I, I, the hell up. I went. Listen, here's the deal. You put your hands down. I think you should say the one for next week. No. I'm just saying. Here's what I'm just saying. Sushi over here came to me earlier and was like, oh, I don't I don't have enough sushi. There's not enough good news in the world. And I said, all right, well, I'll take time out of my day to add some stuff in there. And I added it in there. And you, GD listeners, are going to listen to what I got to say. Right. Am I not reading the news good enough? You're doing a great job. Yeah, you're doing fine. It's just, Carry on. I just, you Why do you guys keep looking at each other? It's the time, that's all. It's almost 8.30. So? That's the time we ended it at all, always. No. Whatever. Go ahead. What time do we always end? Eight. You're we're splashing eight. stuff all over. Yeah, I don't we're give a shit when I'm splashing. We've, been, we've usually been done about 8.15 like recently, but there's no time limit. We could go all night long. You want to go to midnight? We'll go to midnight. We won't go to midnight. Jesus, Just saying. Jesus, I only got one more... Story? Story, which could take forever at this could, point. Could take till okay. midnight. And it's a good one. Dog shoots ex-football player. Which dogs can't shoot guns. Well, Is the dog the bounty hunter? Well, that's, <laughs> a, that's a good, see? That's a good one. Uh, Ex-Louisiana State University football player shot by a dog while hunting has leg amputated as a result of that. Uh, former football player Lyman was shot by his dog while duck hunting in Mississippi last month. A freakish injury that reported reportedly required an amputation of part of his leg, which obviously is going to end his career. Uh, Heckford of Baton Rouge told the Clarion Ledger on Tuesday that he and some friends were on a duck hunting trip near 
Eagle Lake on December 28th. This is where you get a little sketchy. Friends are involved. Uh, when the incident occurred, he said the group had been going to the area for about six years to hunt. Uh, everybody was pumped up. Heckford told the newspaper, we rode to leave that the day before, and there were tons of ducks. We were excited. And then I got to skip past an advertisement. Later that in the morning, Heckford said, X-Men lineman Matt Branch was accidentally hit by a blast from a shotgun, which he had left loaded in the bed of his pickup truck. Okay, easy story. Heckford said the Labrador named Tito T- jumped onto the truck bed, stepped on the safety of the branch branch's shotgun and pulled the trigger. He said he shot him 12 times. Oh. No, 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 I'm sorry. So it's shot him with a 12-gauge shotgun. Uh, shell tore through his side and ripped his nuts off and all that stuff. Tito? <laughs> That's not what it says. Tito? Tito. We know it's wow. an immigrant. We know it's an immigrant. Right. right? So there you go, Dave. There you go, Dave. An immigrant dog just shot an American citizen. An immigrant freaking a dog football named player. T- Tito was jealous of the career of an American citizen. Of a football player, no less. The most popular sport in America. Conservative-blooded American. Gun-yielding. America. American hat-wearing. Freaking dog named Tito took him out. Wow. An immigrant dog shot a football player. Yeah, the dog that probably just walked, trotted right on across the board. Unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been the show tonight. Hopefully yeah. you're liking a new format. Discountwheelies.com, OhioEssentials.com. Take it off, both of them. We'll see you next we're, week. We're brought to you by those. Yeah, we're brought to you by Discount those. Discountwheelies and OhioEssentials.com. We'll be back next week with uh, the guys from a podcast called No Redeeming Qualities. That's our, us. that's our guests for next week, some other podcasters. So that'll be maybe we can spitball. Maybe we can trade some trade some trade secrets or something like that. And they could tell us, you know, you know, how we should be setting our studio up or whatever. So Or how maybe. we should not be fucking with our studio every week. <laughs> I don't want to get into it because <laughs> it's too late, it but is. I will quit. Well, you know, uh it's just, you know, there's things. There's, there's, there's no thanks. Everything there's, worked out perfect tonight, unless I go home and try to listen to it later and can't hear any of us. Well, I've been trying to make sure you're loud enough, but, uh, you know, for some reason you keep getting quieter. I, think, I don't know why. You keep getting further from the mic. But, yeah, your mic is so loud that when you hit the table, it's like it just reverberates through the... Well, it's because I don't have one of the things. Well, you should get one. I don't know what to say. Well, right. I don't know what to say. Sometimes this is funny. All right. This has been the Leroy and Earl Show. We'll be back next week at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with uh, guests from another podcast and a lot of other good stuff. Mm, people missed out tonight. No callers. No callers. No. Uh, well, we, technically, we had a caller, but he just played a, played a prank on us. Yeah, schedule. So next week, call us. Oh, did we? We should have gave him uh, a ticket. Greg. Did he call us? We called him. We called him. him. Call next week, Greg. You'll get some tickets. Call next week, Greg, and we'll do a scratch up for you. And you'll win nothing. You'll win nothing.
This is Eric Cartman. I don't usually listen to podcasts, but when I do, I listen to the Leroy and Earl show. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. I would never listen to this shit. The adult cartoon of podcasts, my ass. Listening to the Leroy and Earl Show. 